Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful listeners. Welcome to episode one. What does it mean to be truly nourished and how do you become a woman who is truly nourished? That is what we're going to talk about today. Now, first, a little background about me. I've been a registered dietitian nutritionist for about 20 years. So I went to school to learn how to help people nourish their bodies for health, as well as how to use nutrition to recover from things like illness or injury. And I love all of this. I love the field of nutrition and dietetics. I love the power of nutrition for optimal health. And I love the power of food as medicine. But then it was life that veered my career path just a little, and it showed me how essential it is to also nourish your mind and your soul in addition to your body. So in college, I started to have my own challenges with my body and food, and I struggled with exercise bulimia for several years. And that was the catalyst that brings me here today and to do the work that I do today. So now my purpose is to really help women break free from their challenging relationships with food, such as compulsive overeating habits, food addiction, all their fear of food, fear of weight gain, and those chronic dieting and overeating cycles that many women find themselves in. And also then with that, to help them transform their relationships with their bodies so that they can have that positive body image they crave, release the body shame that they may be holding, and really live into having body respect and true body confidence, and really love living in the bodies that they were blessed with. So my work and my purpose is to help women now to feel free. That's the ultimate feeling I want women to feel to feel and be free around their relationships with foods and their relationships in their body. And to help them become women who can honor and nourish what I call their true hungers in body, mind, and soul so that they can feel their healthiest, most vibrant selves and ultimately live their best lives. So I want to dive in to what exactly is, from my perspective, body, mind, and soul nourishment. So first of all, I believe body nourishment is to be able to nourish your body with wonderful, healthy food that you also love to eat. Food should be enjoyable. It's meant to be enjoyable, as well as nourishing. I see mind nourishment as good thoughts, 
that help you live a great and happy life, thoughts that help you achieve your goals and be the woman you truly desire to be. And soul nourishment is to nourish your soul by first feeling and believing in your worthiness and then going out in life to follow your joy and do the things that light you up because you're, you believe that you're worthy of that, right? That, so that's number one, the worthiness part. And then living your life to the fullest. So that's how I see soul nourishment. So my intention with this podcast is to give you teachings and tools that can help you do all of this and to really experience more true health and well-being in your life, more feelings of inner peace, more feelings of just freedom and joy. That's one of my favorite words, joy in your life overall. I want you to feel so much joy. And now with today's episode, the title is, what are you truly hungry for? Because to be truly nourished, you have to first know what you're truly hungry for. So such as, what is your body asking for? What does it need and want from you? How does it want to be nourished by food? And how does it want to move so that it feels healthy and full of vitality? And then what is your mind craving to receive as nourishment so that you can be the woman that you truly desire to be? Is it craving more peaceful thoughts, more confident thoughts, more inspiring thoughts, or more motivating thoughts, or more loving thoughts, and also knowing what kind of thoughts are you currently feeding it? Are you feeding it lots of anxious thoughts, worry thoughts, angry thoughts, sad thoughts, hopeless thoughts, more than you are the nourishing thoughts? And now what about your soul? Is it yearning to be unleashed and to be expressed by experiencing more of what truly lights you up in life? Perhaps is it craving more experiences of love, of beauty, or of adventure, travel, the feeling of wealth and abundance, that feeling of freedom, more creativity, or just more wellness and well-being overall? So what are you also perhaps not allowing yourself right now? Or what are you perhaps not believing you can have that your soul is truly hungry for? And that is what I want you to reflect on today. So after you listen to this episode, you can pull out a journal or notebook and just free write, what am I truly hungry for in my life right now? What does my body crave? What is my mind seeking? And what is my soul yearning to experience How do I want to be truly nourished, body, mind, and soul? That's your homework for today. Because then, once we're really honest with ourselves and clear on what we're truly hungry for, how do we then give ourselves that nourishment? Because, for example, if we feel like we've failed a lot in the past, or if we feel like we're not currently showing up well for ourselves, Where do we even start and what's the first step? So let's start with your body. The first part of nourishing your body's true hunger 
is having a real connection to your body, which means you have to be attuned and tuned in to your body and be able to sense and know what it's telling you because your body is always telling you things, you know, with regard to food and how to eat. It it has certain foods that feel good in it, foods that it likes to receive, foods that support it. And your body has certain ways of moving that it desires to move. You know, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's walking, maybe it is running, or maybe it is going to the gym. You know, maybe it's yoga, maybe it's Pilates, maybe it's bar. There's so many ways to move our body. And there's not just one. You can try a whole bunch, but it's really about tuning into, like, what does my body like to do? What do I, as a person, like to do for movement and exercise? You really can just choose. You don't have to follow any sort of other person's plan or prescription of fitness or exercise. If, this is the key, if you really want to maintain it for life and enjoy it, I call it joyful movement. You know, our bodies are meant to move, and so we should love the way that we move our bodies. Okay, and then the next step is the practice of honoring and supporting whatever it is that your body wants and needs and is asking of you. So maybe it does want different or better food or more water or more sleep or more downtime and relaxation or more movement. And one challenge can be if we have lost our connection to our body, especially when it comes to food and like our hunger and fullness and what foods to eat and how to eat the best way for our unique body, we can often lose this connection to our body around our nourishment because we start to listen to what other people are telling us to eat, how to eat, etc. Instead of listening to what our body is asking for and wanting and needing to eat. And dieting, for example, is a big culprit that causes us to go outside of our body for how to eat. And even sometimes, you know, as children, this can start very, very young. We start to lose our connection to our body's guidance and language for us because we're influenced by caregivers eating habits in just our environments that we're in. And we start looking for other models or just subconsciously start allowing these surroundings to tell us how to eat and how to be with food. And another way we disconnect from our body's guidance is that we start to allow our emotions to tell us what to eat, when to eat, or how to eat, right? That's a big one. So we can develop those habits of emotional eating to cope with our feelings, to distract from our feelings, to escape from our feelings and emotions, And then often what happens is later we may turn to dieting and restricting food in certain ways um, as that solution to try to solve the resulting weight gain that maybe came from the emotional eating, which in the end only creates more challenges for us because, you know, once again, the dieting and always going outside of ourselves for how to eat well disconnects us from our body and what it truly wants and needs. So this disconnection from our body is what makes managing weight really difficult for so many of us. It's not so much food that is the problem. I believe the bigger problem is this disconnection from ourselves and our bodies, our own personal true wants and needs, and our bodies 
asking of us and in its language of how it talks to us. We don't even uh, sense it or hear it or understand it sometimes because we've lost that connection. But it's that connection is still there if we can relearn how to hear it and then honor it because your body does speak to you in so many amazing ways. And so this is a skill that can be regained. If you feel like you're a woman who has lost that connection to your body for various reasons, I mean, I know myself, personal experience, you know, being a binge eater in the past with exercise bulimia, um, my registered fullness was way beyond what actually, you know, what, what I became accustomed to habitually, you know, overeating all the time, it, it kind of like upped my signal of fullness. And so for me, I've been there, you know, I understand you that relearning process. So getting back to, you know, connecting to our bodies, let's say to lose weight naturally or manage our weight naturally, you know, naturally meaning without forceful restriction or those dieting tactics and strategies to do that. It's first essential to have that real connection with your body and also with yourself as a woman, you know, to be able to tune into who do you want to be? What do you want to have in your life? Like, what are your needs that maybe you're neglecting at times because of, you know, whether it's putting other people first or not believing you're deserving for whatever reason, there can be so many things. And we can talk about that on future episodes as well. But, you know, reconnecting to your body and to yourself so that you can be guided to what is truest for you, which will always lead to your best results and the lasting results that you're truly seeking. So once again, I'll talk more on future episodes about how to create this deeper connection with your body and yourself that really leads to a positive and trustful relationship with your body, which is essential for being able to easily lose weight in a natural way. Once again, you know, with, without like micromanaging your food and counting everything and restricting so heavily, because this is how you create ultimately, you know, the health, the vibrancy, and once again, that ideal weight that you want that connection to your body because when you have that connection to your body you're hearing what your body actually desires and is always wanting so that it can be its best find its ideal weight it's always seeking to be in that ideal balance our bodies want to be in homeostasis it's called and they they, they have a, a way of knowing you know, it's programmed into us um, biologically of where our ideal weight is. And if we can tune in and connect with our bodies, our body will naturally, and then once again, honor and support it. Our body knows how to do it. We don't have to fight with our body. We don't have to make our body do things. (laughs) It knows how to take care of itself. It's just like our minds and our ways of thinking um, and whatnot in our emotions that if we don't manage them well, start to disconnect us from being able to honor what our body's truly asking for. So once again, that's more episodes down the road. We'll we'll talk more about that kind of stuff. Next, I want to just discuss nourishing your mind's true hunger. How do you do that? And first of all, when I talk about the mind, I'm referring to your thoughts and thoughts can encompass beliefs your imagination, you know, what you daydream about, those visions you have for your life, your dreams, your goals, all your ideas, also your judgments, 
about yourself, about people, about things, and all your opinions and so on. It's just the mental chatter, okay? Those are your thoughts. And it can look a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, So for us to nourish our minds well, we first really have to be aware of what we're even thinking. We have to be able to notice and observe our thoughts and that mental chatter. Because much of that stuff that goes on in our minds, that chatter, it's just habitual and automatic. And so we don't often notice it. You know, we've heard these thoughts so many times. We've thought these thoughts so many times. It's just like we think they're who we are. Like that's just how I think. But actually you have the power to choose your thoughts and to actually retrain your brain to think thoughts that really serve you well. Because a lot of times we have these really negative stories uh, that, you know, and self-sabotaging stories that hold us back. And so when we can first become aware, that's the first step to being able to transform our whole way of thinking. So then to nourish our minds well with what I call beautiful thoughts that serve us, that allow us to create the lives that we want to have, the the well-being and the wellness we want to have, the bodies that we want to have, the eating that we want to have, uh, those beautiful thoughts that, thir- that serve us to nourish our minds well, um, we have to first be connected to our mind and aware of what we're thinking every day. So that means deliberately tuning in and noticing. We have to be aware of our current thinking before we can change it to new thinking. Because once we're aware of that thinking, like, oh, there I am thinking that thing again, telling myself that story again, making that judgment again, having that opinion again, you know, whatever it is. Once we're aware, then we get to decide, okay, wait a minute. Do I like this thought? Does this thought feel good to me? Does this thought help me in my life? Does this thought support me? Does this thought make me feel safe? Does it make me feel loved? Does this thought make me feel confident? Or does it do the opposite? You know, does this thought help me feel healthy? Does this thought help me be the woman I desire to be? Or does it block me and stop me and sabotage me and hurt me? Okay, so basically... What I always say to my students and whatnot is, does this thought serve me or belief, which is just a thought that we've thought so much, it's just kind of programmed in and automatic, but beliefs and thoughts are basically the same thing. It's like, does it serve me? That is the powerful question to ask. And does it help me to have what I truly desire or does it keep me from having what I desire? Do I want to feed my mind thoughts the thoughts that I've been thinking, like, you know, once you're aware and you kind of notice this chatter that's been going on in your mind and all the judgments you have about yourself or what, you know, of life or things happening in your life, do you want those thoughts? Are these thoughts nourishing you? Do they help you get to your goals and dreams or do they sabotage you? So these are the types of questions you have to start to ask once you're paying attention to your thoughts and you're aware of them. And just so you know, Truly nourishing thoughts will always feel good. Nourishing thoughts always create positive feelings within you. Because literally to nourish means, according to the dictionary, to provide one with substances necessary for growth, health, and good condition. So are your thoughts doing that for you? If we want to have healthy and happy lives as well as healthy and happy bodies, we really do have to nourish our minds with thoughts that are also healthy and good. Thoughts that create feelings such as joy, 
my favorite word, thoughts that create feelings of abundance and plenty, thoughts of I am enough and I have all that I need to succeed inside of me and thoughts that create hope and, you know, the feeling of limitless possibility, um, thoughts that create feelings of peace and feelings of love and feelings of empowerment, thoughts that create feelings of gratitude and just like that inner feeling of I'm really blessed in my life. These are the kind of thoughts that we want to deliberately think, you know, thoughts that lead to these kinds of feelings. However, very often that chatter in our minds is the opposite of nourishing, isn't it? And like, I see it as being very depleting. Our minds are often full of those worry thoughts, of blaming thoughts, of guilty thoughts, of shaming thoughts, of frustrating thoughts, of judging thoughts, uh, fearful thoughts, doubting thoughts, you know, either towards ourselves or others. You know, we do this to ourselves a lot. Um, And as a result, we feel stressed or we feel overwhelmed, you know, and feel deprived of what we're truly hungry for in our mind and end up feeling depleted inside, you know, unmotivated, uninspired and whatnot. So nourishing our minds is essential. It's non-negotiable. If we want to become different, if we want to become better, there's not really better. You're already good enough. But it's just like, if we want to become an up-leveled version of ourselves to keep expanding in our life, to keep growing, to keep having new and better things, it's non-negotiable that we have to nourish our minds well. So once again, it means first becoming aware of what are you thinking on a daily basis? What are your habits of thinking? Um, Becoming aware of like your belief systems and what you believe, especially, you know, in this area around your body, around food and about around weight loss and paying attention to that daily mental, mental chatter so that you can uncover what these habits of thinking and believing are for you. And then the next step, it's about very deliberately, that's the key word, deliberately choosing to let go of the thoughts that are not serving you. No matter how true those old thoughts feel, because they're going to feel true. Like if you, let's say, for example, if you've struggled with losing weight, you probably have certain beliefs like it's hard for me. It's I never can keep it off. You know, whatever it is, you have certain ways of thinking about that, that feel very true for you because you've believed them. And when you believe something, you naturally will create evidence to support it. But I just want you to know there's always another truth. You can always create another belief. And when you create another belief for yourself, you'll start to see new evidence for it. Okay. So this, the key here that I just want to get across today is that you have to deliberately let go of those thoughts that are what I call harming you. I do believe they're harming you, you know, maybe not physically harming you, but they're being of disservice to you um, because they're not allowing you to create what you truly want and who you truly want to be. And then, you know, we just, when that happens, when we run these old stories on repeat, we keep repeating our past. We keep 
creating the same results in our life. So we have to let those old stories go over and over again, like just because they're going to keep popping up if they're habitual for a while, they're just going to keep popping them up and you just have to, you know, so no, I'm not going to tell that story about myself anymore. I'm not going to tell that story about my eating anymore. I'm not going to tell that story about my ability to lose weight, whatever it might be. I'm done with that story. I'm choosing a new story, a story that will allow me to really create the results that I want to have and be the woman I want to be in my life. Um, so, you know, starting to choose consciously thoughts that empower you, that serve you in becoming who you desire to be in your body with food and in your life overall. Another important point I want to make is that nourishing our minds is also about being the gatekeeper of our mind which means being mindful of what you expose your mind to in your daily life, in your surroundings, in your environment, such as who are the people that you regularly hang out with? What is the media that you consume? And what are the places that you go? So how, and then how is that environment feeding your mind? Like what are you receiving as far as like other people's opinions and conversations and you know what are what are you watching on the television and on social media and you know the places that you're going do they align with who you want to be and what you want to receive you know from your life so that is another aspect of mind nourishment is your environment exposing your mind to negative or destructive kind of thoughts Um, if so, you may need to choose to remove yourself from that environment. I know sometimes that's easier said than done. If it's not possible, perhaps for you to just remove yourself from an environment, then the other option is to create healthy boundaries for yourself in environments that will allow you to take better care of your overall mental well-being. Okay. You're worthy of that, you know, um, You never have to keep yourself in a situation that is not serving you or, you know, keep hanging out with certain people that really are not serving you. And this is a process. I'm not saying like all of a sudden you just, you know, kick people out of your life or whatever. But, you know, the first part is really um, starting to decide, you know, what do I want to allow into my space, into my environment? How do I want myself to be fed, you know, in terms of intellectually speaking and, um, the type of conversations you're having or just what you're hearing in your surroundings, just start to pay attention to that because all that stuff around us is feeding our mind. So it's not only our own thoughts, it's what our environment is feeding us as well. So sometimes we have to set up some boundaries to be you know, we don't have to, but if we want to step into becoming different and better versions of ourselves, we sometimes do have to let things go, let situations go, let people go. Um, or like I said, create a boundary somehow that allows you to protect yourself in that way. Finally, let's talk about how we can nourish our souls. First, the more we can optimally nourish our minds and our bodies, the better we will be able to nourish our souls because 
When we feel healthy and balanced both physically and mentally, it is easier for us to hear those whispers of our soul or maybe also referred to as intuition. I know everyone sees the soul differently. I just believe it's that inner voice within you. Some might call it God, um, but there's a still, peaceful, joyful part of you that's always there, always, always there, that's leading you and guiding you. And it's always speaking to you. So to be able to hear that voice, the first part really is being balanced physically and mentally because if you're not well, I'll just use that word well, if you're not well in that way, your body's in fight or flight. And I'll talk more about that in a bit. But I truly believe the soul speaks to us and guides us to what is best for us through our good feelings, like once again, through those feelings of peace and joy. So if you're not being able to access that inner peace, like if you're stressed all the time, um, if you're never doing things that you enjoy that light you up, um, it's harder and harder for you to hear that inner guidance that's so true for you. That's always wanting to lead you to your best life. And so if we're stressed or depressed a lot, you know, that, that inner guidance is just blocked because our bodies and brains are in survival mode. And once again, they're in fight or flight. So when we are biologically in fight or flight mode, our body and brain could really care less about living out our dreams or achieving our goals. Because when we're in a stressed state, all our body and brain care about and their role is to keep us safe, to keep us comfortable, to keep us alive. So it becomes a life of survival for us. It's like we're just getting by, we're going through the motions. Instead of living a life of creating and thriving, like becoming more of who we really want to be. Um, so this means to truly nourish your soul, you have to be able to pull yourself out of the stressed or depressed states that you might find yourself in. And so one way to do this is to nourish your mind more, like I've been talking about. And when we become skilled at managing and nourishing our minds and choosing our thoughts deliberately, those thoughts that are serving us, that are leading us to who we want to be and what we want to have, um, we naturally worry less, we fear less, and therefore we stress less. We stay out of that fight or flight. So a peaceful mind does equate to a peaceful and healthy body because you're not living in fight or flight mode. Um, and fight or flight is literally a biological response in your body. Okay. So that's why when your mind is at ease, your body is healthier. It's just what it is. And once you can regularly feel that sigh of relief inside you, that place of inner peace and just, you know, always come back to that ease within you when you're able to do that for yourself, you're going to be able to hear the call of your soul's desires, which once again, are those sparks of joy and those things that excite you in life. It's those things that maybe make you giggle or smile with delight. It's those things that make you feel inspired, that make you feel free, uh, expansive, grateful, and just healthy in life. So those are the feelings of your soul. And it is your soul telling you when you're feeling those feelings, is your soul telling you, yeah, this is most true for us. This is most healthy and nourishing for us. This 
is most right for us in this life. Let's do more of this. And now the challenge often is when we feel those good soul nourishing feelings, such as joy and just that deep inner peace or, you know, excitement for something, what happens is our brains will try to ruin it. Oftentimes when we're in those moments, the first thing our brain tries to do is tell us, oh, you better be careful. Don't trust it. Watch out, you know, wait for the other shoe to drop because it can't be safe to feel this good or safe to have good things like this, or it can't be safe to go after these things that we really want and desire. It will tell us that we should worry about something, that it might not be okay, that maybe we're not worthy to have what we want or not deserving of having it or not capable or whatever it might be. And then whoosh, it's like those peaceful and joyful, exciting, soul-nourishing feelings evaporate and we're once again in that stressed state and, you know, seeking to find balance. So on future episodes of the podcast, I will be giving you tips and tools to help you become a woman who is truly nourished body, mind, and soul, all the stuff that we've been talking about on this episode. And once again, I'm on this journey myself with you because no matter how much we grow, no matter what we achieve in our life, no matter who we become, there's always another level. It's like we never arrive anywhere because as humans, we truly are limitless in so many ways. And there's so much more that we can continue to become should we choose it. So that's where I'm at. I'm always growing to another level. So I'm right there with you on this journey. And in future episodes, I will talk about, once again, how to let go of dieting. Okay, that's so huge for becoming the woman that you truly want to be. And that those fearful, overly restrictive ways of being with food that do not serve you, that are harming you in so many ways, that are leading to binging and leading to so many difficult things around your relationship with food. We'll be talking about that stuff. We'll be talking more about, you know, reconnecting to your body and to yourself so that you can really break free from that food and body struggle. I also will be talking about how you can find, you know, inner confidence around food, build trust with yourself around food so that you feel like you can show up for yourself without a diet, without some sort of strategy, and just, you know, do that process of intuitive eating with confidence. And also talk about how you can begin to love living in your body now as it is, because it really is important and essential. If you want to create a certain certain weight for yourself, uh, lose weight, whatever it might be, um, create a certain shape, you know, tone, whatever, you know, I think you deserve all of it, whatever you want. Okay. I'm always on a physical journey. I'm always, you know, doing things with exercise. I love to live in my body and I want you to love living in your body too, in a way that is joyful though, not in a way that is self-punishing, uh, not in a way that I have to do this because I have to lose weight because I'm not good enough and I hate my body. No, we want, we're going to get away from all that. That's what this podcast is really about. It's about you coming back home to true nourishment, to your worthiness, to your self-love, to your deep inner knowing of the woman that you truly desire be, 
desire to be. And I want to give you the tools and the teachings that will help you step into being her, especially around your relationship with food and your body so that you can create more of the health that you desire, more of the confidence in life, more of the vibrancy, that positive body image that you truly desire and is meant for you. Your body is beautiful. I don't care how much you weigh. I don't care what you think about your body. Your body is beautiful. And I want you to begin to be able to feel that for yourself so that you can then show up and honor and support your body the way that it was really, you know, wanting to be honored and supported. And that will lead to all the, the results that you want on the scale, around your eating, whatever it might be. And I will also give you tips on how to nourish your mind. You know, we talked a lot about that today, but it's so important. Uh, the inside creates the outside. So nourishing your mind with beautiful and empowering thoughts so that you can stress less and less and less. And nourishing thoughts that will lead you to achieving those goals and desires you have for yourself around food and around your body and around your life overall. And I will also provide tips on how to nourish your soul the way it is perhaps craving and seeking to be nourished so that you know you can experience more joy in your life overall and ultimately look back someday with a feeling of fulfillment and gratitude for a life well lived you deserve that we all deserve that and that's why i'm here and that's why this podcast is here so that's all for now thank you for being here with me and until next time much love Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If so, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss where you can learn step-by-step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB to learn more.